Hello. 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 Welcome to another episode of the International Youth Arts Festival podcast. I'm here with a couple of people from Rendered Retina Theatre Company who have their show Form Mm -hmm. at the the festival this year. I'll let them introduce themselves. Wonderful. Uh, I'm Tom. Uh, I'm Alex and we are co- two artist directors of Rendered Retina Theatre Company and uh, yeah we're bringing form to the International Youth Arts Festival uh, on the 12th and 13th of July at the Rose Studio. Yeah. Um, so a bit about the show? Yeah, yeah, might as well. So yeah, the show is called Form. Um, form is a non-verbal tragic comedy that follows one man's story of escape. Uh, he is stuck in routine and every day he finds himself stamping the same useless bits of paper that inevitably get scrunched up and filed away uh, and he sees no, no meaning to his life until he makes one mistake and the routine is broken and it kickstarts and it ignites this journey of this wonderfully visually beautiful, hilarious journey of escape uh, through the world that his mind creates. Um, and as he gets further and further lost into this, these worlds that his mind might, creates for him, uh, the routine and uh, that kind of monotonous, relentless monotony starts to bleed back into it and um, follow him. And it tries to claw him back, claw him back to where he should be. Uh, and so, it also yeah. affects the two his two co-workers who who he, who he works with um, it also shows their side of the story as well in terms of how his daydreams start to affect the work that they're doing and also starts to ask questions about why we work in the first place and the reasons we might stay in these dead-end jobs or stay in routine or uh, it's kind of about a balance a balancing act between working and playing I guess it's a, it's non-verbal uh, it's, got, it's got original music. It's it's clowning. It's mime. It's object manipulation. There's twenty thousand paper balls. Yep, twenty thousand. All which have was been a in- tough ask to get scrunched up. All have been individually scrunched and flame and flame <laughs> and flame proofed. Yeah, that's uh, that was uh, strenuous. That was that was life imitating art. We that made was. a show about routine and then got stuck in our own routine of flame proofing individual sheets of paper. All right. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what would be harder, flame-proofing them or counting that. You make sure you've got 20,000. Well, oh, you know, I think it when was... When we say 20,000, I suppose you have to give or take a few. A couple hundred. Yeah. <laughs> we, some have been lost, some have been added over the over the years that we've done this show. Yeah. So it's... Yeah. When we first ever made the show, it was about 2,000. And I don't know why we thought to ourselves, let's have more. Um, because even that first clear-up session was... Tough, and we took we took the show to Edinburgh Fringe Festival a couple of years ago. Uh, we did a whole month of Pleasance, and uh, we eventually managed to get our clear up, our get out time, sub five minutes. And I don't know how we'd have members of the Pleasant staff come and just watch us. We we'd see all these people come in like, oh, fantastic, they're here to help. Oh no, they're just here to watch us, watch us suffer and struggle. Um, so, so the clear up became part of the show. Really. Oh yeah, yeah, it really did. People would stay just to watch it happen. You, you, as the paper is poured out throughout the show we have heard we've been on stage and we can hear some of the audience members saying can't wait to see him clear that up <laughs> some, some of them stay to help if they can as well. some, some, some of yeah. them stay to help it's like the, the audience leaving the show also starts to become a bit of an immersive part of it. I mean we're not here asking anyone that is planning on coming to help us clear up but if you don't have anything to do in the like, five, ten minutes that follow the show by all means please stay and help yeah, we don't. <laughs> 
so it's one that um, so one of the things said was that it's non-verbal. Yeah. Is that when you make it? Is that something that you kind of knew going into it that would be that way or? Uh, it kind of, it, no, but it, it was always it always has been non-verbal. But I don't think we set out. Yeah. We didn't we didn't set out to say we want to make a non-verbal show. No. I think it it came from a place where when we started making the show, uh, we knew we wanted to set it in an office space, and for us, a lot of the a lot of the language and the jargon that we would hear bandied about in those environments is useless. It doesn't mean anything. So we felt it easier for us, rather than try and write a script full of all these uh, spreadsheets, uh, yeah, uh, sales, profits, break even, all that, all that kind of, all those things that, are, all those words that are used. We just replaced it with a hmm, 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 because there's the same amount of meaning in a grunt than yeah. there is in those in those words, and yeah. we, we didn't want to get ourselves bogged down with trying to write a script with all those things. So we yeah. we, we made it nonverbal. It, it was easy for us. It hadn't been something we'd done before, um, but it allowed us to unlock the possibilities of our bodies and possibility is kind of uh, the main concept that the show works around what's possible with our bodies in the space what's possible with the materials that we have uh you know we set those limits on ourselves we set the limits of let's only work with paper let's only work with cardboard and office stationery let's only work with our bodies and not our voices. And once we'd set those limits in ourselves, it's very easy for us to kind of play in those limitations in that situation and create a show that was very much about play. The play that we had with our own rules became the main part of the show. The play yeah. on stage that you see is one of the things that makes the show so fun. Uh, and for us, every time we're performing it, we're still playing those games. It, we're in the show having fun with playing games and that I think yeah. you can see the audience respond to that yeah. very clearly I think it's, it's play is something that we yeah. all do and are all yeah. so, and it was, I think with that play you're still enjoying putting on the show every time yeah abso- I absolutely so. yeah, definitely, I, definitely. seeing us enjoy what we're doing you, you know, it, we didn't want to make something that was in, in disingenuous so having something that we're able to play with on the stage is, allows us to actually play and actually yeah. enjoy it um so even regardless of the fact that we can see the clear up coming at yeah. the end of the 55 minutes, we're still having fun throughout the whole 55 yeah. minutes. This is the third year that we perform the show. So I think if we weren't enjoying it, I think we'd have left it alone <laughs> a long time ago. So I think, you know, yes, we do still enjoy it. I also think to add on to what Alex was saying about about um, this non-verbal aspect, because I also think that um, the themes of playing, routine, escaping, uh, discovering play, the importance of that, uh, isn't just limited to the UK or England or anything. Yeah. These these are themes that that can be taken, that can be taken abroad, taken to and and the show has gone. Uh, it has yeah, it has, has gone to, to Europe. It. It's been to Paris. Uh, it went to Germany and Prague Fringe last year. So uh, and and it goes down. Just, just. I think, I think people take it a very similar way over there. As well. I know. I, I disagree. I actually disagree with that. Uh, when we sat on making the show, it was a bit more serious than we thought it had been at first. Oh. And when we took it to, certainly, we had two weeks, a week in Prague and then a week in Germany. Uh, they were so much more responsive to the physical comedy that was taking place that it actually, the sh- by the end of those two weeks, the show had changed for us because we didn't see how how comedic it was and we didn't see how much mileage there was in what we were doing with our bodies uh, and certainly the first show in Prague and the last show in Germany there was a I think there would have there was quite a big difference between the way we were performing them and the way we were using our bodies to get across uh, the things that we wanted to 
um, I, I, yeah, I do think the audience has responded quite differently. And since we've come back from those, from our kind of small European tour, the show has kept that has kept that those aspects in it um and it's just made the show a lot more well-rounded getting it out to much more different audiences made the show a lot more well-rounded i would say um much more well-rounded experience not only for us but for audiences as well when we brought it back since that's what i say so i guess over time the audiences kind of what you get back from going on does mm. yeah absolutely yeah. when you make a show you, who, who are you making it for yeah, uh, you know, you have to make something you care about. Yes, and there can be an element of you making it for yourself. But at the end of the day, people are going to watch it. Yeah. Um, and we wanted to make a show that was going to be entertaining for everyone. So yes, the non-verbal aspect lends itself to that. No one, you know, we we try and we try to take that barrier out of it. Yeah. Certainly, um, but also, you can't ignore what your audience is responding. Yeah. And if they're responding well to something you kind of want to make more of that and as we did the audience kept responding better and better yeah. to it so we we uh, yeah. we couldn't ignore it and we yeah. didn't want to because it's, it's, it was for them and also realizing that now the show is suitable for all all ages and yeah. when i say all ages I, I remember in paris we had um one of the festival directors ask if they could bring their two-year-old and we'd said oh it, it, it it's not we've never marketed it as a family show but there's nothing in there that's not suitable for, for a two-year-old. Yeah. So, yes, do yeah. bring them along. And actually, I think because it's so visual, because it's so playful, um, there was a point where this two-year-old is standing up on the chair trying to almost reach out at the at these creatures that have come out, these sea creatures wow. that, that, not to give too much away, sea creatures that have, that have appeared at, at one point in the show. And... And then, and then it, it sort of clicked there. This, yeah, this, this is a, this is a, a show suitable for all ages. And um, since then, we've had a, a couple of shows where it's been families, family audiences. So I think there's something for everyone also in there. And it's, it's funny when, when we've done it to families and we've had a Q and A session afterwards. The kids are the ones that are really asking us questions that we almost struggled to answer because they're not things that we'd initially thought no. about and it was an audience that we hadn't we hadn't targeted we yeah. wanted to make sure you know a show about play to remind adults of that sense of yeah. play and that sense of wonderment that you have but we forgot that kids don't haven't forgotten that yet no. they're still in that so actually the show is uh, they're almost even i don't want to say even more responsive but certainly they would just stand up on chairs and be completely transfixed by some of the scenes that were in it. And afterwards, the questions they would ask, you could tell they so totally believe some of the things that were happening because that's the world they live in, yeah. a world in where things are so malleable and transformational. And whereas as adults, it's easy for us to forget that. Yeah. And we wanted to make a show where adults would leave and not look at a piece of paper in the same way. Kids already don't look at a piece of paper and think that's only there to be written on or stamped or filed away somewhere. Yeah. Kids would look at that as a blank canvas. Yeah. And while the show at the end of it, adults would start to, I think our audiences would start thinking, oh yeah, that, that phone could be this defibrillator, that, that yeah. envelope could be a, a bird flying through the sky. Children are already there with that. They're already in that mindset, right? They're ready to believe that. Yeah, I guess the way they view the world. Didn't have to convince them. We didn't no. have to convince them. There's an element of convincing with adults, but the, yeah. kid, the children don't have that. And I guess, I guess also with the, with the non-verbal non bit, I'm guessing that's when you're not having to think about words. That's why it probably 
does interest the yeah. two, can get the attention of a two year old and probably yeah. and you don't have then have language barriers when you're absolutely. taking it abroad absolutely. as well. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. There was you know, it's all kind of lent itself to be a show for everyone. And I, I, it's it's strange saying that because you feel like everyone wants to say that about the show. Oh, it's a show for everyone. But it really and we we never made it as a show for everyone, which is, you know, it was as, as we've gone on the journey with the show, we've realised how much it is just a show for everyone. It's just a kind of a happy coincidence. Yeah, 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 it was, it was, it has been, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds good. So, and, so, so you bring it to the International Youth Arts Festival. Yes. I think this is the, this is the first, I think this first time you've This is our first time It here. is, yeah, yes. yeah, looking it's forward to seeing time. what it's like. I mean, everything looks interesting. When we came here, even to the Rose Theatre, it's all bustling around, ready for the launch night tonight, and all the posters are going up. It it looks really, yeah. really, really exciting. It's quite, no, and it's quite, quite, quite like, there's quite a variety of stuff oh, that goes sure. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah, yeah. even seeing the shows that have been brought over from the Brighton Fringe Festival, it just looks so interesting and diverse and I think it's going to be really good to see some of those shows I think some of those shows are performing tonight at the launch event yeah. but it's going to be interesting yeah it's going to be interesting to see as many as we can really that's, that's, that's the plan that's, that's good and it's looking forward to taking part and getting involved mm. in it yeah. yeah cannot wait sure cannot wait cannot wait and it's a shame that it, you know we, it, the launch event is tonight and then our shows finish after next week after, yeah. next, after next weekend yeah. um, but we'll still be We'll keep coming back to yeah. see the other shows. It's yeah, so it's one of those things. If you, you know, once you know about it, you know, thing, you kind of mm. only have it, even if you can't make it along, you'll have a look, see yeah, what's yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, other than being, being on being on IF, do you have any other plan, plans for this show or mm. other We bits? do. Uh, well, we this, do. yeah, this show, uh, like we say, we've been touring it for about three years now, so it's kind of. You never want to say it's coming to an end, but it, we're looking at other. Pro we are looking at other projects now. Um, one of the other things we do is very different. We make uh, accessible adaptations of Shakespeare plays. Um, so we've just finished touring our first one, uh, *Tamna of Athens*, Shakespeare's least known play, and we are currently premiering in the process of putting on the premiere performances of uh, Shakespeare's worst play, *King John*. Um, so we've got our our debut performance of that. Sunday in two days on Sunday seventh of July yeah um, and then in a couple of weeks we're taking that to Stratford upon Avon uh, to perform at the Dell as part of the Royal Shakespeare Company's outdoor season uh, at their outdoor venue so really excited about that um, form itself I this show about that. Yep, good. Uh, is actually going to Camden Fringe uh, from the nineteenth to the twenty first of August. That's going to be on at Camden People's Theatre. Yes. So this show hasn't finished after the IYA. No, it, it hasn't. Goes, it does then go to Camden Fringe in August. And then who knows? Who and knows? Then who knows? Well, who knows? Because it just have to decide how you work with your doing Shakespeare and that. Well, this is, when people, have, yeah. if people have seen both of the two shows, uh, I think it's a surprise how different they are. Yeah. Because in Shakespeare, we are speaking. And yeah. we're speaking... Shakespeare's text um, with original songs there's original songs lots of hats a big wooden box uh, and the theme of possibilities and what's possible what we've got still runs through yeah. but the way we're portraying that and bringing yeah. that onto the stage is very different yeah. but it's certainly be interesting to see because I know that well I have now this festival when it started you don't when the festival started, I think this is the eleventh year. Mm. You'd have one or two shows yeah. of uh, doing people doing Shakespeare, and then kind of after five or six years of the festival, 
nobody seemed to be doing it. So it's mm. kind of a bit of, it next was, year then. <laughs> yeah, not that I want to encourage you to bring it back, but I just say, it's one of those things that's just interesting to see that it's not, you know, feel like it's gone and now you're saying, oh, it's coming back. So it must be one of those things that comes and goes with Shakespeare. Yeah, I, I think it's easy to, to say about Shakespeare, well, you know, let's move on from it now. Yeah. Come on, it's been 400 years. Let's, you know, let's, something <laughs> yeah. new happening. And you know, so, there, are, there is so much yeah. new, exciting theatre happening at the moment, and we want to be a part of that, but also we uh, do just love Shakespeare, and we yeah. wanted to tackle plays that people maybe necessarily haven't have seen. Like, yes, you can yeah. move on from Shakespeare, but are you saying just move on from the Romeo and Juliet, the Macbeth, yeah. the Tempest? You know, we wanted to do his least known play. We wanted to do his worst play. Yeah. Uh, we want yeah. to eventually have his last play as well, so we'll have a kind of unholy trinity of Shakespeare's plays. Uh, his last, his least known, his worst, and that's kind of the end goal for that. But that yeah. sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Keep an eye out for that. Well, Watch so, this place. Yeah. So, <laughs> so and where where do people would people be best to look out for hearing about where to see it? Well, we we are on uh, uh, I say all social media channels. Bretina uh, Theatre uh, is our handle on Twitter. Uh, Rendered Retina is our handle on Instagram. Uh, Facebook is just Rendered Retina Theatre Company. Our website is www.retinatheatre.com. Uh, so those are the best places I would say to to find out what we're doing. Uh, mm-hmm. We post we post regularly on there. Uh, there's yes, there's things. There's lots of stuff happening over the next couple of months. Uh, so it's exciting stuff, and to have this as part of those plans. Uh, yeah, it just it's gonna it's, it's a great it's a great couple yeah. of months. So can't wait to uh, get started really. Sounds great. I uh, hope that all everything goes well, and thank you for coming on. Thank, thank you, you for having well. us. Uh, I'll, for I'll just I'll just leave a leave a marketing bit at the end, uh, <laughs> calling calling form as they they uh, advertised it in Germany as a cross between uh, the office and Mr Bean. If, if that will get uh, Charlie Chaplin else. as well. They said Charlie Chaplin. Wow. They love the slapstick. But yeah, twelfth and thirteenth of July, uh, seven o'clock at the Rose Theatre Studio. Form. That's great. There we go. Sorted. And thank you, John, for having us. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you.